Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs and Crocs. They have us all but surrounded. Wow, you look pretty cool. Thanks. Gay. (laughs) Good morning. Yeah, good morning, everybody. So how was it replacing me for two weeks? You know, um, I have some good news and some bad news. Uh Uh-oh. The good news is those, the, the, those episodes went really well. Mm-hmm. The bad news is we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't put it down. Don't put it down. Oh, jeez. Whoa. <laughs> I thought we just got attacked. Now we're trapped. Uh, I'm wearing these glasses because... I don't feel so great. <laughs> I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> Mr. Stark. I don't want to go. I also, I had, a, I had a zit on my eyelid. Ew. Yeah. I had like a full-blown whitehead pimple on my eyelid. Yeah. Was it satisfying to pop? No, not even. It didn't even go like... No? No, it just kind of like... Nah. Yeah. Did it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. So it was all pain, no gain. It wasn't even worth it. See, I like it when like you get a pimple... And then, like, you pop it, and it hurts, but, like, a lot of stuff gushes out. Oh, <laughs> God. I know we're going to get complaints for the for you using the word gush. Gushes? Like, oh, no. Like, gushes out. We're definitely know? getting feedback for gush. Like, gushes out. Like, I feel like there's very few things that are as satisfying as a nice gushy pimple. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Somebody just, somebody just threw up their vanilla frappuccino. If you get a vanilla frappuccino from Starbucks, you deserve to throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're having this morning, like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Isn't it, uh, isn't that the one that, like, doesn't have any coffee in it? There's yeah, a- it's it's literally vanilla ice cream. That's so stupid. It, and I, a frappuccino. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I was with, I don't know if it was with my wife or if I was with a friend or who, like, ordered a vanilla frappuccino and then was like, this... There's nothing in here. Yeah, you got you got to get like a coffee frappuccino with vanilla. Yeah, if you want like a. I haven't able to do. I haven't been able to do frappuccinos in years because I'm a. I got a, my my my. Your tummy. I'm a tummy problem boy. Your little, little tummy tum. <laughs> little tummy tum hurt, Ryan. Yeah, I had to um. I had to bring this teddy into the. Mm-hmm. Right before we started the podcast, my daughter handed me this teddy bear. So cute. So if I didn't bring the teddy bear onto the podcast, I would be a terrible father. Obviously. So here it is, hon. When you come, when you come back, when you're big enough to come back and watch all these episodes, I brought the teddy bear on. I was a good dad. I don't know. Why I said was like if she's gonna go back and watch this. I'm gonna. You're just gonna. Die you're just gonna mysteriously perish. <laughs> <laughs> mysteriously perish. So how was your trip, man? Uh, 
Crocs is back, everyone. I'm, I'm back. He is I'm, back to the back. I'm back, baby. Wang and ang. Oh, bang, baby. Yeah, uh, Pennsylvania. Did you learn that song in Pennsylvania? No. No. Pennsylvania is pretty cool. It's green, unlike New Mexico. Everything's really green. It rains so much, and it rains yeah. for so long. Um, don't love the humidity. Like, you walk outside, and you're dripping sweat. Mm, yummy. We went to the golf course to play nine holes, and you step up on the tee box, and you're already, like, dripping sweat. Yeah. What was that look for? Nothing. I was just acknowledging the audience. Yeah, okay. Go on. And, uh, Tell us about all nine holes. We took... We took my nieces and nephews along with us, and I'm sharing the cart with my nephew, Paxton. What a name. And Paxton is a very logical thinker. Mm. He, he thinks in right and wrong. He's, he's like the, he's the justice police. Oh, boy. He is, hey, that's wrong, or hey, that's right. Okay. And so, you know, you hit a golf shot, and you don't always hit it good. I'm not a professional. I'm not very consistent, especially when there's kids and it's not quiet and I can't focus. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not very good at golfing. And so I hit a bad shot and afterwards Paxton goes, Why did you hit a bad shot like that? It's like Paxton, if I knew why I hit the bad shot, do you think I would have hit it like that? He's like, that just wasn't a very good shot. I was like, How old is he? He's eight. How does he know it's a bad shot? He plays golf with his dad. Oh. Yeah. And so having that, having Paxton in your cart was difficult to stay focused on the nine holes. <laughs> but it, it's, it's also adorable because like, hey, Uncle John, that's not right. You can't do that. Or that is right. Why aren't you doing this? I see. Yeah. And so we, all, we also went to Amish country. They have a little place called Kitchen Kettle Village. Which is a bunch of Amish little shops. We were trying the jams this morning. How are they? They're pretty good. Um, the only problem is whatever I am fighting off right now mm -hmm. kind of um, ruined it a little bit. Mutes yeah. my ability to taste things yeah. super well. Mm. So I had to keep like giving it to. Brie and being like, what is this? Does this smell nice? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So you Does this one smell nice? She's like, yeah. You can't smell? No, not really. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hey, you you sound like a horse. Listen. A, a horse. Uh, I, can, I can still smell and taste, so. Yeah, but you sound random. When your voice hits a certain octave, it kind of. I see. Uh, so and before this podcast started, you had to like hock a loogie into yeah, the toilet. Oh yeah. Well, so, like whenever I laugh, I need to cough, which probably isn't a good thing. Welcome to the sick cast. Welcome to the sick cast. I also brought on vanilla coffee flavored whiskey. So that's what we're sipping on, which is very lovely. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Made in Pennsylvania, brought home as a souvenir. It tastes like coffee and it tastes like vanilla and whiskey. And it and it still tastes like whiskey, yeah. Imagine that. How about it? So we went we went to Kitchen Kettle Village, <laughs> and I I like going there because of the there's like a jam and relish place where you see the kitchen mm. where they make the jam and the <gasps> relish in really? house. Yeah, so you get to see a bunch of Amish like women make the jams and stuff. And they were pickling some, they were making some pepper relish. Yep. And so you got to see them cook 
like we we walked in right as they were done cooking it and they were pouring it out into the little mason jars which they then like put in the hot water to what what's that word to like preserve it yeah i know i know i know the jarring process yeah, but yeah, i don't yeah. know the names for any of it yeah so they they jar it and then they sell it and so i bought a little sampler jam set for Ryan and my good friend Matt and then I also bought for myself apple butter and peach amaretto pecan honey butter mm-hmm. which I just eat with pretzels did you get a kick out of watching those Amish ladies I knew you were going to bring this up <laughs> as soon as I said Amish women <laughs> how old were the Amish women well you have like several generations working there so you have like the grandma then you have the mom, and then you have like the daughter working there. Wow! Yeah, they also, all by candlelight. They had they had lights. They had electricity. I know. It's what the. I know it's a weird contrast. No, you know that little shop here on on Wantabo called the Amish Connection. Uh huh. There's like a store. It's right across from Chipotle. Uh huh. And it's called the Amish Connection, and it's all like handmade Amish furniture. They make good stuff. But like. The, the the lights, you know what I mean? There's like lights. I'm always just like, <laughs> ah. yeah. Like, who's the middleman? You know what I mean? So it's the right. Amish. Like, are they? I've yeah. never seen a, a horse and buggy going down Wantabo to deliver any furniture to the Amish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually, what happens is if you go to their home, they don't have any electricity in their house. But like, right. as a business, they go into business with people that aren't Amish that can help them with all the technology and stuff like that, so that they can sell their products to the public you know i still don't actually know like i didn't i've never really thought about it until literally this moment yep why do the amish not use electricity is it a religious thing so are, are amish partly, yes. are they christians yeah it's like a sect of of christianity that believes that the electricity is from the devil yeah exactly oh yeah. if you're amish you shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. How are you watching this? How are you watching this right but now? But also comment. Yeah, leave a comment. Yeah, leave Let a comment. Let us know that you're on. Like, comment, subscribe. Which which generation are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those little, that little sampler that you brought for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were, those, they're, they're making them right there. Yeah. That's sick. They make them in-house. And then also in Kitchen Kettle Village is the best soft pretzel I've ever had in my life. Mm. This year it wasn't as good. I don't, it wasn't probably fresh made. It was probably sitting out for a little while. But still... Miles better than Auntie Anne's or anywhere. What? Yeah, miles better. Better than, than an Auntie Anne's pretzel. You have like handmade soft pretzel, coupled with Amish butter, and s- just stuffed with cinnamon and sugar. It was divine. Wow. It's so good. It also has the best ice cream I've had in my life there. Like they have their own cows that give them the milk. So that they can produce their own ice cream. And it is delicious every single time. I look forward to it every year to go to this little ice cream stand and buy ice cream there. They also have a meat shop. They have a little fudge and candy store. Yeah. (laughs) And then they have like the little souvenir shop and all of the little touristy things. Yeah, and in the souvenir shop, um, if you go to the right shelf, you (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. You go to the right shelf, you can get little figurines of whichever generation of Amish woman made your jams. <laughs> so you can get Amish grandma, Amish mama, 
Amish, Amish daughter. Amish daughter. We should start a company. <laughs> Three generations of Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Three generations of Amish women. It's a very long company name. Yes. We make keychains. <laughs> I just, I can picture it. Come on, that that would just be so perfect. If you go on a little trip to Amish country uh-huh. and you come back with like little jams, mm-hmm. and then on your keychain is a little Amish lady who was making the jams. It's actually not a bad idea. It's not. Wow. Somebody, what what's on your keychain, bro? Oh, that's Veronica. She's the. Why Veronica? I don't know. It seemed like a like a name that's like for a younger for like an Amish daughter, but it's still kind of a odd oldish name. I see. That's Usually Veronica. their names are biblical. Oh. Yeah. Well, what? Mary the first, second, and third. <laughs> Mary the first, Mary the second, and Mary the third junior. Mm. Made this yep. jam. So, my brother also lives like right next to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, let's go. And so we went to Chocolate World, and they have a little ride. (laughs) What are these looks? You took a little ride on Chocolate World? (laughs) Taking a little ride down Chocolate Town? (laughs) You you went out of town for what, a week? And suddenly... Two weeks. Two weeks, that's what did it. First week was normal. Second week, taking a ride on Chocolate Town. Chocolate Town, take a... Ride the chocolate highway. Taking a taking a taking a slide down the chocolate oh, playground. Oh jeez! All right, go on. So you went to Hershey. Hey, I went to Chocolate World. Bought some Hershey inspired chapsticks that I have in my room. So it's like York peppermint patty, Jolly Rancher, Hershey's chocolate, Hershey's special dark chocolate, all the different Hershey products. So and they're chapsticks. And they're chapsticks. Yeah. I feel like that would be. Have you tried them all? No, I'm going one at a time. The the Jolly Rancher one makes sense. The peppermint patty makes sense. Yeah, peppermint. Yeah. That's the one I'm using. Right when there. I get when you get to like the chocolate, like milk chocolate, that's yeah, when yeah. I'm like, like I feel like it would just feel like I smeared chocolate on my lips. Well, you know, what I do mean? you regularly smear chocolate on your lips? No, but you know how like you could just imagine what something feels like. Yeah, you know. Just imagine being like a, I don't know, that just reminds me of like, I picture like a little, uh-huh. like a four-year-old chubby kid with chocolate smeared all over his lips. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, hey, dad, 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 I need more chocolate. <laughs> I need more chocolate. I need more chocolate. I don't know why he's four and he talks like that. It's because he's eating so much chocolate. Yeah. He needs to stop. Just quit it. Um, So we went to Chocolate World and then hung out at my brother's pool. Oh, we had blue crab on 4th of July, which is delicious. We did crab boil. Amazing. It It is blue. It really is. Yeah. And then you cook it and it turns bright pink. You want to see a picture? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, the, the bellies are really blue. So, but it, but it, but it's red after you cook it, like right. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. Okay, okay, I see, I see. I didn't take a picture of it cooked, but like you can kind of see in there, it's kind of blue. Whoa, they're very blue. Yeah, they're totally blue. And then look at those. We covered them with seasoning, (gasps) and then we boiled it. Whoa. Yeah, we gotta go to um, Crack and Crab. It's so expensive, though. I mean, that's why you go like once a year. Yeah. Well, last time we went was like during COVID. Uh huh. Or not during, but like. When stuff was reopening, but they were still kind of doing the thing where it's like you can't technically eat inside. Yeah. So they just built an extension off of the building 
that's completely enclosed, but just freezing. So they had like all these little heaters going because you're but <laughs> you're outside. We we were outside but we were inside. Right. Like they built walls out of plywood and then they covered the whole thing in plastic. I love the little workarounds we had in New Mexico. Ugh. It was great. Yeah. Um, so stupid. Well, we can't eat inside, but you can eat inside as long as inside's outside. Yeah. Here's a heater that doesn't work. Last time I went to Cracking Crab, I was with my good friend Matt, and we went on Valentine's Day, oh. and we just pretended to be gay so that we could have the $75 <laughs> special. <laughs> we just flipped out. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was great. Uh, Remember we were going to do that so that we could go to the special half-price uh, rock climbing? Yes. Day? We still got to try that. We still got to try that, yeah. We also went to a Orioles game. A what game? Baltimore Orioles, the baseball team out there. Orioles? Orioles. Not like Oreos. Orioles. Orioles. What is an Oriole? That's a bird. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The Orioles won. Um, my sister-in-law for my brother's 40th. Got like a custom little box, and so an hour, an hour and a half before the game, we get like an all-you-can-eat buffet of deliciousness and just a bunch of free beer. So my sister-in-law is like, "Drink as much as you can." So I did, and I was pretty hammered. Oh wow! Yeah, you want to see the pictures? You have pictures of you being hammered, or yeah. pictures of the beer? Um, me being hammered. Oh, nice. Yeah. So this is before the game. You know, we're all matching. Uh, so oh, and everybody looks all put together. Yeah, we're all so cute. We're all so cute. And then I'm hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you can tell. Wait, why does that look photoshopped? It's not. <laughs> it looks like his head was photoshopped into this photo. Yeah. We're ha <laughs> I'm hammered. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're leaning. Yep. Oh, you're leaning hard. Yep. So that was fun. And then we went to Star Bar and look at... Um, Whoa! Fireworks. It was a really Dang, good those fireworks are some, show. Like usually, when people take pictures of fireworks, they don't look that great. But that looks pretty sweet. Yeah. You look like you were on the set of Oppenheimer. Yeah. And then those are my nieces. Aww. They're matching. There's a Star Barn. It looks pretty. Wow. What is Star Barn? So the Star Barn is a historical like. Um, so, for example, the Star Barn was the place where they raised horses that went to the Union Army. Wow. In the Civil War. Okay. So it's a very historical barn, but over the years, like, they didn't upkeep it. So the guy who owns Stone Gable Estates, Dave Abel, my brother, like, works for him. He, he owns, like, a ton of historical barns that he's taken and he's restored on his property. So his property is a couple of acres. Wait, wait, wait. He restores them on his property? Yep. So he has the, the structure brought to his property? Yeah. So that building was somewhere else. Yes. And they picked it up and brought it to him. Yes. So that he could restore it. Exactly. That's crazy. So he hires a bunch of like Amish stonemasons, Amish like uh, carpenters and all that. Because, you know, they make the best. Yeah. They make the best stuff. They always. So he partners with all the people in his community. Like, for example, so the Lincoln, Lincoln's funeral train car is on his property. That's nutty. Yeah. So he built a railroad track on his property so that the Lincoln Memorial train could like, so you can get a train ticket and it takes you like back and forth. Yeah. 
it's so really he's pretty sick. much just turned his property into this tourist spot. Exactly, he has all these historical things. Yeah, and he has what a, a smart dude. He has a vineyard, um, and on one half, he like is going, or I don't know if it's, pr- I don't know if it's like fruit trees or what it is, but one half of the vineyard is like pruning. He he's gonna prune it, uh-huh. and the other half he's not gonna prune it to show as an example how important the pruning process is for trees and. And vineyards, and by extension, how important pruning is for us. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of property to use for an allegory. You know, when you when you have that space available, and then we were walking in I didn't Baltimore. realize that Pennsylvania was like Amish country. I guess I didn't. Yeah, when so I lived there, I, I was too little, I guess, to know. And then we... Whoa! We s- toured this boat used during... Uh, before the Revolutionary War. Golly. Um, I saw this cool crab. I want to want to get a tattoo of that. Really? Yeah. Just cause? Well, like I'm, I was born in Baltimore, so I get like a cra- a blue crab, like holding a Maryland flag. I think it would be pretty sick. Um, let's see what else is there to show you. Are those your butt cheeks? My butt cheeks. Yeah, right there. Where? <laughs> you monster. <laughs> Yeah, absolute monster. <laughs> now everyone's going to think that my butt cheeks are on my phone. I'm just kidding, guys. Is that Theo? That is Theo. He's a cute Is kid. he throwing any of his food? Let's find out. Let's see. A couple episodes ago, we were hearing about how he throws things on the floor. How he was being taught to throw things on the floor. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like the Star Barn would be like in Texas. Hey, that's the shirt you're wearing right now. No, different shirt. It's a different shirt? Yeah, that, that one's green. Mine's okay, do you just have a few of these? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I see, I, I see they're you. In, they're in rotation. Okay. I see you in like this kind of shirt often. Yeah. This, is that like your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your feel-good shirt? This is like the, somebody told you you look really hot in it, and then you're like, well, I got to get well, as every color I can it's get. It's just, you know, in your dresser, you have like a rotation of shirts that you regularly wear. Like, yeah. Like if you're in a rush, you're like, I'm going to take this shirt. because Your know uniform. It. It's yeah, your yeah, yeah. uniform. Exactly. Yeah. So this is a part of my uniform. Anyway, yeah, I feel like Starbarn. So first of all, Starbarn, I can't say Starbarn without thinking of Starburns. What is Starburns? From uh, Community, the show. I've never seen that. Oh, we talked about this. If you know about Star Burns, leave a comment. Let's join forces right now. If you know who Star Burns is, leave a comment. Star Burns uh, is a character in Community who is one of the writers. Uh-huh. And then like there was this big dispute in the writing and like they actually killed off Star Burns and like got rid of that writer. It was like a big thing. And then he comes back. And, uh, it's crazy. Spoiler alert. Um, well, yeah, I feel like Star Barn would be in Texas. We're gonna head down to the Star Barn. Yeah, that turn would... it into like a steakhouse. There you go, Star yeah. Barn Steakhouse. Was it a? W- could you eat there? Or was it just a walk through like building, or was it like shops and stuff? Oh, so in the actual Star Barn, they had a bunch of like Etsy, Pinterest type shops going oh, on I there. I see. I see. And then there were like a ton of food trucks from the local community there. Okay, so it's like a consignment slash yeah yeah, yeah. meetup. Right, right. For the Fourth of July, it was. Normally, it's just like. It's a huge wedding venue. Oh, and well, so, yeah, of course. Um, who wouldn't want? Who wouldn't want to get married uh, in the Star Barn? Right. So my brother was saying they have like over a hundred weddings booked every year. That's a lot. F- just for the Star Barn, and um, yeah, the guy said for life. Yeah. It sounds like they wouldn't approve of the 
This sounds like a community that wouldn't approve of the synthetic meat. The synthetic meat that was approved. Is that your version of a segue? No, I d- we haven't talked about this? No, we haven't. They approved uh, the use of synthetic meat. Ew. Like lab-grown meat can now uh, can start being sold. Stop. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they doing? Last week? So this was June 30th. Why don't you... Here, here's an idea. Why don't you just tell Americans to grow, to have chickens on their property? Why don't you just... Oh, because then, s- because that would that would promote like individuality and solidarity. Last week, why the don't US you dep- give Americans a stipend to raise chickens on your property? The then you US? have eggs, you have chickens, <laughs> you have everything you need. You can start a garden, and you can start to be self-sufficient. Last week, the U.S. Department of Agriculture granted its first ever approval of cell-cultured meat Ugh. produced by two companies. I'm not going to name these two companies because I don't approve of this. Both grow small amounts of chicken cells into slabs of meat. No. No slaughter That's required. Disgusting. USDA allows lab-grown meat to be sold to U.S. consumers. Lab-grown meat is coming, and here is everything that you need to know. See, this is extra disgusting, and here's why. So my, my brother out there, he bought like half of a cow. Whoa. And so his freezer was just filled with meat. I freaking bet. Yeah. And tasting that meat, it was so much better than any grocery store meat I've ever had. We made kebabs. And oh my, it was so flavorful and tender. Like there was so much good marbling in the meat. It was ridiculous. And then I also made spaghetti and meatballs for them one of the first nights I was there. And I used some of the ground beef mixed with Italian sausage Mm. to make the meatballs. It was delicious it was so good it was funny one of my nieces she didn't want any pasta but she wanted like a meatball and so i was like do you want like spaghetti she's like no (laughs) Uh, i was like do you want meatballs she's like yes i was like well there aren't any meatballs she's like well can you fish them out for me i was like are you Mm, what if i wanted the meatballs with my (laughs) spaghetti anyway yeah i i have just I have so many issues with the lab-grown meat thing. It's just not okay. And it, it kind of starts with, like, my wife and I were talking about this. You know how, like, people are all concerned about, like, free-range versus, like, super-contained yeah. or, like, whatever. They were fed a good diet. Because whatever that animal eats, if that animal eats well, then that means that there's a there's good nutrition in that meat right. so that when you eat it, it's good. Yep. And if the animal doesn't eat well, you can get kind of like not good meat. Right. But what about an a- what about meat Grown that hasn't life. eaten anything? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they take a couple of cells from one animal and then they replicate that over and over and over again into giant slabs of meat. And I'm like, there's no... How is there any nutritional value We're in that We're turning meat? into Wally. We're it's insane. We're turning into Wally. I feel like this podcast, if I really think about it, yep. this podcast is literally we're gonna talk ourselves right into the apocalypse. We're gonna be the news radio. Like post post like when everything shit has hit the fan, it's all over. We're all eating lab grown meat. China's balloons are dropping nukes on us every other day. General Ortega is replicated into multiple <laughs> Women. <laughs> the military is just clones of Jenna Ortega. Yep. 
There's a new 5,000 new strains of COVID. Everybody has earpieces and chips embedded in their head. Elon Musk is the supreme ruler. Elon Musk is supreme chancellor. And everyone's going to be tuning into Docs and Crocs to hear the latest. And it won't even be like crazy ideas anymore. It'll just be what's... This is just what's actually going down. It's just going to be the Lego movie of everyone (laughs) watches. (laughs) Honey, where are my pants? I know. We. I just feel like we've... Just the things that we've talked about from episode one till now are just getting so like. Your brother and I talked about how Amazon locked a man out of his house for being accused of being racist. Yes. Yeah. I I was listening to that part. And how like how many cameras there are in uh, in there's Europe security and, and. So yeah, I just there's no. How can there be nutritional value in lab grown meat? It's like great, you didn't kill a chicken, but you're killing yourself. Right. It's not gonna have any of the like vitamins or minerals that a real chicken who has grazed right it's going to become filler yeah like it this is just filler meat you're just no. eating filler meat this that alone is the grossest it's, thing i've ever you, heard we're just all going to be eating mcdonald's chicken mcnuggets but for every uh, different meal they're trying to obese us down that's what it is yeah they're trying to weigh us down fatten us filler up. meat fatten us up so they can eat us stick it to the man no more filler meat Rah. Join with us Join. in solidarity against lab-grown meat products. Fight against lab-grown meat by hitting us up on Patreon. By joining the Patreon. Hey, actually, if you join at level two, uh, at tier two of the Patreon, uh, for every Patreon person that joins at tier two, uh, we will throw a virtual Molotov cocktail at fake meat. Just to fight the system. Just to fight the system. Yeah. yeah. I have like a little the virtual Molotov cocktail button on the computer. Just click it in a little two-bit. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Fight the system. Yeah. So that was about it from Pennsylvania. It was a blast. Dang. Not yeah, all I, sleep. all I remember of Pennsylvania is living in the Poconos. Mm. And there's just woods. There's just woods everywhere. Yeah. The woods, like, embarrass anything New Mexico has to offer in terms of greenery. And yeah. also, their rivers embarrass the Rio Grande. The rivers are so big. Huge. The bigliest. Huge rivers. The bigliest. The best. The bigliest rivers. China hasn't seen a river <laughs> as big. China's never seen a river. They don't even, they don't even know what, what a is river that? is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to go back to... Pennsylvania is where I'd like to retire. I want to ah. do a couple movies. I want to do a couple movies, and then I want to retire in the Poconos yeah. overlooking a lake. You wouldn't want to live there? I would go to, like... The only thing is winter gets really cold. Winter gets crazy, yeah. yeah. I would want to, like, retire on a country club in, like, Florida or somewhere, you know? A country club? Yeah. Really? I, I just want to play golf. You're a whitey whitey. Yeah, I'm pretty white. You're a oh, you're a you're a wasp. I am a wasp. You're a white, white Anglo Saxon Protestant. Protestant. <laughs> we established this with Paul Hunt. <laughs> Paul Hunt, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you are, he's but yeah, he's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> what am I even saying? <laughs> On the off chance that he is listening to this, <laughs> we remember Best you. of luck in med school. He just had his going away party. He is leaving to go to med school. Best of luck at med school. You're going to do great, and you're going to be a great doc. God, he didn't hire us to MC his going away party? No. God, loser. Yeah. Just <laughs> that would have been fun. I need some more of that uh, 
Well, what did we... The... Oh, let me remember. I'm going to remember. The... Kachasa. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kachasa. Kachasa. Kachaka. Kachasa. Kachasa. Yeah, yeah. It's a soft seat, right? That's always his uh, whole thing. He's like, it's a soft seat. Yeah. Uh, we made Brazilian lemonade. It That's was what delicious. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brazilian. Yeah. Well, it was limeade. And then... When I got home, I dropped it and it broke. That's so sad. It was depressing, man. That's so sad. It was like a fancy looking bottle, too. Yeah, it was like mostly full. There's nothing worse than dropping like a mostly full bottle of liquor. There's nothing worse than that. I mean, I can think of a few things that are worse (laughs) than that. Like losing a loved one or like losing your dog. Oh. Okay. But like that's pretty bad up there. So you want to talk about it? I mean, we can, it's okay. We can yeah, talk we about can it. talk about it. It's all right. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't bring it up. No, I just right. didn't think you'd want to talk about it. You know, that's why right. we can talk about it. All right. Well, all right. do you want to say yeah. it? Or should I say? It? Should you want me to ask you about it? No. no? Th- so this week, we put down um, my corgi, who we've had since twenty. After Daniel graduated high school, so that was 2011, 2012-ish. So we've had her for like 10 or 11 years. Mm-hmm. She, We got her when she was like one and a half or two, so she was probably 13 or 14 years old. She was getting old. She finally started having like seizures where she was walking around the house and bumping into things, and that was really tough to watch. Yeah. Because um, like you try to calm her down, and she's just, She's not physically there. And so that was tough to watch. So we brought her to the vet. We had her euthanized. And we buried her in the backyard. And I don't know. As as far as like... So before I went on vacation, I had this like feeling or this intuition that like she wasn't moving around the same way. Yeah. And I, I had the same feeling when... Back in high school, when our German short hair pointer, who we've had since, you know, Virginia, he started to go downhill. And I remember recognizing that moment, and I was, you know, home alone with him, and I had a second to just be like, hey, Sabo, you know, thanks for just being a good dog. And, you know, thanks for... Because for so many years, like, I couldn't fall asleep unless Sabo was sleeping in my bed. Yeah. He slept under my covers... And, like, whenever I would watch a scary movie, I still can't watch scary movies because they get nightmares right after. Yeah, same. So whenever I would watch a scary movie, I would make sure that Sabo was in my bed so that I wouldn't have any nightmares. Um, and so when things, my senior year of high school, when things started to go downhill, I was like, Sabo, just, like, thank you. Thanks for all the memories and the good times. And, and I just need you to last until after my senior year of high school, and then you can go. And he did, thankfully. And I was pretty excited about that. Um, and then my freshman semester of college, we put Sabo down. Um, and I think just that ability to say goodbye before it happens. Yeah. Just to prep yourself like physically, emotionally, and mentally that this is going to be a loss that's going to happen definitely helps. But then also, like, um, so before we buried her, just that ability to say goodbye to the corgi. I mean, I feel like I already cried over it. You know, before I left on vacation, she was slowing down, and I was just able to say goodbye. But also, just like that final goodbye, 
there was something almost I don't, I don't know I don't know that I can put words to it yet but like ca- almost cathartic about it for sure it was it wasn't a sad goodbye it was a sweet goodbye yeah it wasn't like it was bitter of course because you know I open the door when I get home and I expect to see her like I expect to see her and I expect to hear her little feet like pitter patter towards the door and and all of those things and and I open the door and you know she's not there and or like so she cleans our plates after we're done eating <laughs> yeah yeah and so when you're done eating you just put the plate down <laughs> and so I've caught myself almost putting the plate down like several times cuz I've just done it out of habit for all these you're years you're breaking my heart I can't yeah I know it's rough um so that part it's it's difficult because you've learned how to live with basically another family member well yeah 100 percent. and you've kind of welcomed them and you know letty saw us through uh see when we lived on sugar ridge loop when we lived on sonora road when mom moved out um and she lived with daniel in the apartment, and then she lived at Daniel's house, and then she lived at Mom's house, and then she lived at the house on where we live now. So she's been through six houses. So she's seen she has some adventure. Yeah, she's seen all the craziness of my family, which there's a lot of it. Um, and it was just nice to always, you know, come home to her barking at you because you left her home and she needs to go outside. <laughs> and so. I think dogs are a really good example of unconditional love. Yeah. Because you come home and they're excited to see you. No matter what kind of day you've had. And I think going forward, it, it it's sad not to have Letty. Because dogs have personality. And they have little quirks. And they have little things that, that make you, that piss you off. Mm-hmm. You're like, shut up. Quit that. Stop. But But then when you don't have it, you start to miss it. Yeah. And and that's the really tough part of of missing the things you thought you never would. That that were annoying. Like when I'd be playing video games and I'd be in the middle of a game and Letty starts barking at me because she has to go outside. <laughs> oh yeah, we'd be playing Valheim. Yes. And we're like in the middle of absolute just the ocean. Chaos. About to be attacked by a sea monster. Yeah. And I hear the, her Letty, this is not the time. <laughs> but but now it's like, hey, I've been playing for a few hours. Don't you need oh, to go? Oh, stop it. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Oh, my God. Uh, so Kona's terrified of this room, so I can't even get him to hang out with me while I play video uh, games. He's, been, he's always been terrified of wherever I play video games. When it was in the nook, he wouldn't go in there. Now he loves that space. Mm-hmm. I play in here. Look, I even put that poof underneath. That's yeah. not for my feet. That's for him. Oh, and he won't come in here. Dang it. I've never had to put an animal down. Getting Kona. Kona's like my first dog. I mean, I had dogs growing up, but right. like, I don't know. We would move too much. Yeah. Or they, like, my parents didn't know how to raise animals. Like, I grew up in a household that didn't know how to take care of animals. Right. So I didn't even know what it really meant to take care of an animal until I became an adult. And I was like, what were we doing? Yeah. Like, because my parents, terrible. So, like, our dogs always had, like, diseases. Right. And we had chihuahuas, and chihuahuas, like, their brains will randomly swell. Like, it's just weird. They have, yeah. like, all kinds of problems. We had a dog named Paco that was just, like, 
obese. He was this chihuahua with these thin little legs, but he was obese. That's and his eyes shot in different directions, no. and he was brown on top, no. and his belly was white. So no. when he would lay down, it just looked like a baked potato steaming in the sun. And uh, I, I get like he died at some point, but I wasn't even at home anymore. We had another one. Another little white dog that like got some disease, but I just never was there yeah. for any of that. So like Kona is the first dog that's like he's my dog. I'm the one taking care of him. Right. We have the attachment. Yep. And like yeah, when when like when we got him, I like didn't think about the fact that I was signing up for heartbreak. Right. You know, uh, you know, thirteen, fourteen, however long. The only like pet funeral that I was ever a part of, and I'm ashamed to say this. <laughs> We used to have this ministry group that met at this apartment, and it was these two girls who lived in the apartment, mm-hmm. and everyone would come over. But they had these cats. Yeah. And so one of the cats got out in the middle of the winter and died, mm-hmm. and we found the cat frozen. Oh, that's tough. And, you know, she's like super distraught because she loved her cats. And so us all trying to be like the supportive group, mm-hmm. it's like, well, let's give the cat like a little funeral. We'll bury it. We'll help you bury it. But we, she lives in an apartment. Right. The ground is frozen, yep. and she doesn't own a shovel. So, like, what are we supposed to do? We're like, well, we can't bury it. And then someone's like, we can cremate it. We no, will cremate the cat. Stop so, it right now. So it's it's nighttime. It's like stop. nine o'clock at night. We've been having this prayer group, and um, she gets a shoebox and she puts the cat in the shoebox, and we fill the shoebox with like dryer lint, cardboard. Uh, I think she put some nail polish remover in there as an accelerant. Oh, my God. Um, this and is such a bad idea. I, like, <laughs> um, I'm like, what, 19, 20 at the time, maybe. And me and the rest of this prayer group, including like some children, like there were a few generations of people involved in this, like from ages like six to 30. Yeah. And we all go out under like one of the bridges in the Arroyos and we put the cat... With the, with the shoebox and the fuzz and the paper. And we're like trying to find sticks nearby. And we're like putting it all in there. And we light it on fire. Well, none of us has ever worked at a crematorium. None of us has any experience with cremating tissue. And so nobody thought like, hey, guys, this is not going to be hot enough to accomplish what we want to accomplish. So, after like 10 minutes or so, you just have a bunch of young Christians under a bridge. Everything has burned away except for the cat. Oh, no. (laughs) So we're all just standing under a bridge in a circle around a burnt cat. We look like a witch coven. No. So, in trying to do a sweet favor, we accidentally uh, traumatized. We accidentally like put on some ceremony. Is 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 very bad. We event- and we kept trying to like relight it and like add wood, and eventually we just had to like abandon yeah, it. Yeah, call it quits. We had to just be like, all right, guys, yeah. time to go. So somebody, <laughs> somebody going to the park the next day. Stumbled upon a medium rare hairless cat. (laughs) And um, I'm not proud. I'm not proud of that. 
It was it was a low point. We were just trying to con- console this girl and yeah. we're like, "Hey, we should probably go. <laughs> you should probably go back <laughs> we home. Should, we should we should probably get out of here." Yeah, we found out later because another one of her cats died by like getting stuck between a mattress and the wall, and we were like, oh, "That doesn't right. happen. Cats are way more agile than that." Uh-huh. So we figured out that her roommate's boyfriend was actually killing the cats because he was a sociopath. Oh, yeah. He didn't like the cats, so when everybody was gone, he would just like cause them to die in mysterious ways. Great. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so the thing about pets is, <laughs> since you have them for ten years, especially when you're growing up. 10 years is a really long time. Yeah, that's a long time for, yeah. And so it's 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 really impactful when those things happen because I got we got Letty when probably I don't know if it was 6th or 7th grade. It might have been I see I don't even it might have been like 7th grade. Mm. So I had her, you know, 5 years through my um primary school and then had her again when I was in college and and so it it's just tough so I don't know that it's hit me because I'm talking about it so casually yeah yeah usually like when things things happen it takes me a little while for it to hit me so yeah yeah it's there's gonna be like a thing yeah. There's going to be a specific thing. Yeah. Like you said, like the plate thing, the video games. Yeah. But there's going to be a specific thing that you go to do. And I'm just going to start tearing up. Yeah, you're going to start wailing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. What I'm really hoping, what I'm hoping for Kona is that, like, because he's, he's still young. He's like four years old. Uh-huh. What I'm hoping is that, like, while he's still technically kind of young, we're able to move somewhere where we have like a crazy grass backyard that's like enclosed mm-hmm. and he can spend most of his time outside. Digging holes. Yeah. Right. In the grass. <laughs> we were about to transition him to be more of an outside dog, but now it's five million degrees outside, so we can't do that. Yeah, it's stupid hot. It's ridiculous. In here, it's hot. Are you doing okay, by the way? You're, I'm sweating. You're melting. My, I can feel the butt sweat <laughs> forming. <laughs> and, uh, oh! That reminds me. That reminds me. This is going to be such a treat. Well, it'll be a treat for the act- for the people who actually listen, but I think we're past the, the recording point, but uh, for, for TikTok and stuff. Yeah. We had another TikTok blow up. Yep. It's almost at a million views. Whoa. Um, That's like the most. Oh, yeah. It surpassed the Zodiac Killer. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at 862,000 views. Oh, wow. And we gained another, we gained another like thousand followers. Wow. Or at this point, we've, we've gained another 1200 followers in the past. How many followers do you have now? Oh, we're almost to 6,000 followers. Yeah, we're at 5,647. We were up from 44. So you had your feet out on that podcast and the camera angle was just so that you could see that your toes were visible in a lot of the TikToks. And so we got we have 1504 what? comments on this video. Goodness. And the amount of them that are about your feet. It's <laughs> incredible. So um the number one my man just has the dogs out in the middle of the podcast. That's yes, the one that we sir. responded to. Someone else said please put the piggies away. No. Heck off. Yeah. Um 
somebody said that's the reason I could. Uh, somebody said this boy just has his feet out, and then somebody responded, "That's why I couldn't watch." So we lost one viewer over your toes, I guess. Well, but we gained twelve hundred. Yeah. So I mean, is there really a is there really a, a big issue there? I don't know. There's so many. Get your yeah. <laughs> Get your effing toes out the shot, dude. <laughs> Someone else called you the hype man. They said, I like your hype man. Because I'm talking about how there's yeah. uh, non-humans and you're like, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's like that shady friend who's lied to you and you know about it and they're trying to win you back. Oh, they're talking about the government. Oh. That's the government. I like how many people said that it was a distraction, like the us talking about the aliens. Yep. But I like to think that they're just talking about your feet because they were thought they were so hot. Jeez. Project Bluebean. Please uh, put your dogs away, please. And they put little feet. And then someone else said, See, for free? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Even negative press is still good press right i'm telling we're you we're getting so much interaction with our tiktok just based on my dogs i'm telling you oh and then this one really really got me is uh somebody commented on i posted a tiktok of because D- daniel called in the middle of the podcast yeah, yeah yeah and so i posted that and this guy was like um what nonsense are you guys talking about the dod hasn't confirmed shit um, so I commented as one of my other accounts and I was like, this guy's too angry to get the humor. And then I said, this is a comedy podcast, which maybe this is a good reminder for everybody listening. This is a comedy podcast. Yeah. Where we where say occasional serious things. <laughs> where two guys laugh at news headlines and pop culture. And then the guy said, if you have to tell people it's supposed to be funny, then I guess it misses on both counts. Wow. Yeah. And then I said, clearly you can't follow a conversation longer than two sentences. My bad, little guy. Aww. And then he said, guess so. But it doesn't look like hardly anyone can stand to follow your podcast. So at least I'm not alone. And I, I, As almost, you comment, I almost wanted to say like 5,642 <laughs> followers. <laughs> 5,000 people disagree with you, sir. But then I realized, I realized something in his grammar. Yep. He's correct. Because of his grammar. He said, it doesn't look like hardly anyone. That's a double negative. Exactly. Well, If he had said, it looks like hardly anyone follows yeah. your podcast, then that would be saying that nobody watches it. Right. But saying, it doesn't look like hardly anyone watches it. Yeah. Then that means that he was it's saying every, everybody likes it. Yeah, that's, so, that's grammar 101. So, idiot. Thank you so much, user 49858147815557. We love you. We love you so much. You and your six followers in your private account and your no <laughs> profile picture. <laughs> Get wrecked, kiddo. So, yeah. Oh, and so this is, yep, this is what I've really been waiting for. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, though. It's on here. Yeah. What about it? Oh, because we're recording the podcast on here. Yep. Which means that I can't pull up the messages. So I'm going to I'm going to let it play out a little while and we'll talk about it next week. But as a little trailer, as a little pre little intro, Uh the last episode that you were here for, we were talking about aliens, and yep. I invited if there were any aliens out there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, I think he forgot. 
I invited uh, aliens to come on the podcast. I said, hey, if you're an alien, if you are a non-human, we'd like for you to come on in your true form. And we got a response. That was a... It was a very smartly placed yep. request. Mm-hmm. Because I knew in the TikTok verse that there would be someone. There's going to be a gremlin. I knew that some weirdo was going to jump on. Mm-hmm. And boy, did he. Woo! So I had a guy message we me. We put out the bait. We, we, put, we waited. Hook, line, sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> we caught us alive one, So this guy, his profile picture is shirtless. It's like this shirtless, muscular guy with a really thick beard. Uh, And um, he messaged very cryptically and was like, so you wanted to speak to a non-terrestrial? Oh, my gosh. And so I had a moment where I was going to, like, laugh at him. Yeah. And then I went, whoa, 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 buddy. Whoa, whoa, Hold whoa. On. Hook, line, and sinker here. Wait, wait, wait. We Play need, this we out. We need this. We need this. So I responded in the only good way I could think to respond. Yep. And I said, absolutely we do. <laughs> <laughs> and he sent me the most ridiculous. He was like, what is it that you want to know? And so I was like, oh, I mean, I want to know how they, like, what do they eat? Like, do they need to have hobbies or are they too preoccupied with the cosmic state of the universe? Like, are they too, like, occupied with the cosmos? Like, so he, tune in next week. Tune in next week. To get more of that conversation. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep baiting this conversation to see how far we can get. I, I mean, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep discussing, having yeah, conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. with this alien. Right, of course. To see if we can uncover the truth. Sucker. About America, about President Biden. Yep. Is Barack Obama the Antichrist? Is, is synthetic meat going to kill all of us? You just attracted all of the Every evangelical <laughs> crowd. Hey, if you're an evangelical prophetic voice. Tune in next week to see if President Biden is actually the Antichrist. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just I'm gonna ask him as many questions. I I'm gonna uncover the truth pretty yeah, much. I mean, pretty much. how many people are looking for the truth? Oh hello, we have a visitor. <laughs> What's going on? So we're going to take this opportunity. I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity, speaking with this non-terrestrial, to uh, uncover the, the truth of the cosmos, to uncover the, the secrets of the universe. Very nice. And see if I can... Uh, I mean, I'd like to be the most informed man on planet Earth. You of know? course. And if this is a non-terrestrial, why wouldn't you want to learn from a non-terrestrial? Are exactly, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm a terrestrial. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a terrestrial. So I only know terrestrial things. I only know terrestrial stuff. So I obviously needs to be... Edu- I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> obviously need to be educated on non-terrestrial things. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know, like, the amount of people that are talking about conspiracy theories and, like, the government talking about UFOs, UAPs, all that. Everybody's trying to figure out what the truth is. And all I needed to do... Was ask a non Was just ask TikTok. Well... To have an alien talk to me, and then I got it. So, the truth is easier to find, guys. You just gotta ask. You just gotta ask the right people. This is what Daniel said. Oh, also, somebody, well, two or three people were requesting a part two on the uh, calling the Department of Defense. 
Like I posted that video of us talking to him about calling the Department of Defense. Okay. And then people were like waiting for part two. Oh. Someone else was like, and they were never seen or heard from again. Nice. Uh, hey, but I don't, I don't need to talk to the Department I, of Defense anymore. I have an alien. Exactly. I, uh, speaking of this, I, I feel like we should get thigh tattoos. Oh. <laughs> wow. Speaking of this. Yep. Thigh tats. Yep. What would yours be of? Y- you know how he talked about getting the X-Wing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I would get an X-Wing. You wouldn't get... We should get each other's faces put through an AI generator? No. We take our face. I'll take no. your face, put it through an AI generator, and say, make this a non-terrestrial. Oh. And then get that tattooed. I'd be... Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be down for that. So it wouldn't exactly look like me. It would look like non-terrestrial me. I love it. He said he was from like the 69th Earth or something. Okay. Apparently there's multiple Earths. Of course. And he's from a different Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would get the Wings of Freedom from the Scout Regiment. Right. On my right. Right. On my right peck. See, See, my problem is... Like my first ever tattoo on my shoulder was just like a rebellious hangover thing. The second tattoo was this one, which was like after a breakup. And I was like, I want a tattoo. And so I went for like a giant scripture tattoo. Nice. And then this was like with some friends of mine. But now I like really regret having tattoos Mm -hmm. because as an actor, like if I ever want to play a role where like I'm not like wearing a short sleeve shirt, I have to like get that covered up. Yeah, it kind of gets in the way a little bit. So I was I was actually thinking about like getting it removed. Hmm. But then I'm like, would I have bad scars? Ugh. But there's also like creams. You can yeah. use like creams. I think I saw somebody do it with like food. Like they like naturally removed their tattoo by like rubbing something on their body. What? What? I saw somebody remove a skin tag from their body by rubbing pineapple slices on it. Well, And the acid from the pineapple eventually removed the skin tag. See, with my tattoos, like I don't plan on going into acting. acting. Right. And so, so you're good. Yeah, I just want to, you know put things on my body that I enjoy. I like how the sleeve ends right at your wrist. It kind of, you look like the Yakuza. Right. And also, apparently, it's too far, so I have to get a waiver for the military. But anyways, that's a topic for another time. They don't want it to be past this portion of your wrist. And so it's like half an inch too long. Wow. Which I've never heard in my life. (coughs) I have. Don't don't feel bad. <laughs> you never heard that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, man. I've never heard. I'm ha- I'm half an inch too long. Oh, I yeah. Try to backpedal it. Yeah. Try to <laughs> try to <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, you and your you and your military endeavors. Mm-hmm. So I got an EKG. Oh, you. I thought that was still like a month out. Well, like, if I were to see a cardiologist, that would take months. But my primary doctor did a little workaround and got me an EKG at like an urgent care. Oh, okay. And they said the EKG looked normal. So I just need like a doctor's note with the EKG to send it back to the military to see what they say. So So the lady who did your initial heart test who was like, hey, you have a heart problem. You think she was just... I think... So I think the military does everything that they can to disqualify members like in their physical screening because the U.S. government is now responsible for that person 
in, yeah. in their medical insurance and for all their endeavors. So if you are in any way medically unfit, why would you take a a risk when you don't have to? Yeah. That that's that's my I, I understand why she said something like that, but also as a medical doctor, I feel like you have a responsibility to double check your work. But anyways. Zang. But what if the what if the urgent care EKG is wrong and you actually have like a leprechaun dancing on your heart? Then I have a leprechaun dancing on my heart. You're gonna be halfway through basic training and your heart's gonna just go It's gonna go into a rainbow, into a pot of gold. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Good thing it's 2023, and that's yeah. acceptable now. Yeah. Pot of gold, baby. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Not the rainbow. <laughs> well, so that's that then. I, I was like, I thought it was going to be like a bigger deal. I thought it was going to be a bigger deal too, but I just need to call them tomorrow, my primary care, get like a, I guess a medical evaluation, put in doctor words and have them send in their notes and things and Yeah. And then what? And then I send in my application to the officer program and see if I'm accepted. I also have to redo my physical evaluation because my three-mile time wasn't fast enough. And I didn't do enough pull-ups. So I also need to work on that. If you don't get accepted in the officer program, are you just going to enlist? I really don't want to enlist. Say no. Say no. Yeah, I don't want to enlist. <laughs> think you should either uh, that just seems like a terrible idea because i i'm i'm gonna get my bachelor's yeah so why not use my bachelor's yeah yeah or by joining the patreon today hey you can stop him from going into the military by joining on tier three of the patreon <laughs> become hiking boot members if you become a hiking boot member if we have enough of those then neither of us has to join the military I wasn't planning on it, but if you guys don't join the Patreon, I have no choice. But to join the military. But to join the military. I love the gaslighting. Yeah. I have no choice. So are you going to take me away from my family, or are you going to join yeah, the Patreon? Yeah, it's on you. <laughs> it's the listener's responsibility. Yeah, come on, guys. Jeez. Gosh. Gosh. I just want some coffee, honestly. That's the only thing. That's I just want to come on one episode holding a cup of coffee. Yes. And say, like, you bought Thank this. you. You bought this Thank cup of coffee. Thank you, Patreon member XYZ. XYZ blankety And because that, we can have a Starbucks vanilla bean frappuccino. You know what? Poop on Starbucks. Have you been to Ziggy's Coffee yet? I have been to Ziggy's. It's amazing. They, and they give you the little espresso the bean. What? You know, you haven't had the little espresso bean? No. What What do you mean? Like when they give you their order, they're like, do you want the espresso bean? And they give you like a candied espresso bean. Which Which Ziggy's did you go to? The one on Montgomery. What? When they like first opened or what? When they first opened and also like a few months later. That's crazy. We've been, I've been like three times now. They never gave me an espresso bean. I've been in two different locations. They didn't give me a candied espresso. Did you go inside? No. What? They're like, do you want, maybe it's just because I'm hot. I don't know. They, I swear. Ep, uh, I just have pretty privilege. Every, every friend pair that I've ever been a part of, I'm never the pretty one. I'm usually not the pretty one as well. You're welcome, I guess. You? Uh, you're welcome for being the troll in this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't 
get any pretty privileged espresso beans. Candied, coated in love. I go through and I get my drink. They hand me the tablet and ask for a tip. And I tip because I'm a nice guy. I take my drink and I enjoy it. They have those eco-friendly straws. Ew. You know? At Ziggy's. At Ziggy's they have the... I hate eco-friendly straws. They're like straws that are made of like bamboo parts. I know, it's disgusting. I remember the first time I opened the straw, I looked down in it and I was like, oh my God, it's dirty. But it was just bamboo. It's just bamboo spiky particle bits. Mm, that's tasty. I like Ziggy's coffee because their coffee tastes like coffee. Even if you get like a specialty drink. I get the, uh, the campfire. Oh, campfire is so good. And it tastes like coffee. There's yeah. coffee in it. It's not just sugar pumps. Oh, it's amazing. I'm not, a, I'm not a sugar pump boy. When I was in Pennsylvania, I got a s'mores shake. Ooh. <sighs> From where? So in Pennsylvania, they have a gas station franchise called Sheets. Sheets? It's similar to that like... sounds so familiar. It's similar to like the Maverick gas stations here. Yeah. Where they have like a really big grocery store attached to it and yeah. then like made to order food. So one day after church, um, we went to Sheets because I was hungry. And I was like, I've never had sheets. Gave me really bad diarrhea afterwards, but you know, that's oh, neither oh here nor there. Um, and I got a s'mores shake, and it was so good. I also got a fried food sampler, which was probably my problem. That's probably where the diarrhea originated. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> nice. We're getting like sabotaged. That was hilarious. My almost one and a half year old daughter, I could hear her running from her mom and she burst through the door like she was busting us for drugs. Mm. She burst through the door like a DA agent. Keep your hands up. <sighs> but yeah, they had fried food sampler. So like what? Fried Oreo, fried hot no, dog, no, no, fried... No, no, no. It was cheese curds. Cheese curds, of course. Hash browns. Ooh. They had what else did I get? Like some weird, like jalapeno popper type thing. Um, and something else, like French fries or something. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, but really I can't eat cheese curds without having something expel from my body yeah. later. That's not legal. So. Yeah, cheese curds are delicious. They're delicious, but they hurt. They hurt on the way out. I I just think it's funny how many food things there are in America that it's totally acceptable that you're gonna eat it and shit your brains out later. Yeah, I just Taco Bell, <laughs> Chipotle. Oh, does Chipotle give you the? Oh my gosh, Chipotle gives me the runs. Really? Yeah. Do you get spicy spice? No, I don't even get like really spicy spice. Wow. Just the runs. Chipotle doesn't mess me up too bad. Huh. I like their queso. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So flipping That good. queso blanco. Ooh, the yeah. queso blanco is so good. I prefer it over the guacamole. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Screw the guac. No. Dude, I saw an article that was like, new Chipotle a, uh, robot can process 150 pounds of avocado in half the time that a human can. Cool. I was like, wow, guys, great. Can we not charge extra for quack now? Yeah, we can, can we, since we don't have to pay the robot? Or? Yeah. Now you have to pay for the robot. God. <laughs> Gosh, dang anyway, it. join the Patreon level four, and we will get our own Chipotle avocado processing robot. 
and guac will be free on the podcast. Yeah, tune into the podcast. We'll have special codes to get free guac. Yeah. Are you hot? Yeah. I'm hot. Yeah. You want to call it? Yeah, let's call it. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go get some Chipotle. Uh, Let's watch the new episode of it. Not new episode of Attack. New for you, the next episode of Attack on Side. Oh my gosh, this boy. Anything. Anything. Whatever it is. Hey man, I just got a gunshot wound to the lung. All right, well, while you're in the hospital, can we watch Attack on Titan? Listen, man. You're, you're at the best part. I know. I, it's our nighttime routine. We do everything. We put our daughter to bed, and then we watch Attack on Titan or Gilmore Girls. Which is so good. If you join at any level of the Patreon, I will do a blog about Gilmore Girls. I'll send you a blog, personalized blog, about Lorelai and Rory. Woo! And who Rory should actually be dating. Thank you. See you Welcome next week. Crocs Have back. a great Monday. Kick ass out there. Don't eat a fried food sampler before work. And don't do too many drugs. Not too many. See you next time. See you next week.